You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast. This is episode 34. My name's Anne-Marie Cross, small business marketing and mindset coach. Do you ask the question, how can I grow my coaching practice? What are the secrets that will help me fill my practice? And what marketing strategies should I do to help my business become more profitable? Well, you're in the right place. Whether you're just starting out your coaching practice or maybe you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. I'll teach you the right business and marketing strategies that you should have in place to communicate your meaningful message in a powerful way so you can stand out and finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. Let's get started. absolutely thrilled to be joining you here again today. I have got a jam-packed show, so go and grab a piece of paper and a pen while I share with you what I'm going to be speaking about in the, in the show today so that you can take down some notes. There's also a downloadable form that I'm going to be sharing with you so that you can download as well, print out and follow along. But today's words of wisdom is how to grow your coaching practice by measuring your influence and impact. And we're going to ask the question, just how influential are you? And of course, we've got Keith Keller joining us again today for the Socially Savvy segment. And he's going to be talking about uh, your influence as well, but with Twitter and some other tools and resources that he's going to share a little bit later on in the show. And as always, on every single show, I want to end today's podcast with an inspirational message to nourish your mind, body and spirit for the week ahead. Now, if this is a very first time you are joining me, welcome. It's really thrilling that you're going to spend the next 30, 40 minutes. Sometimes it goes a little bit longer. It depends on how passionate I get and there might be more information that I want to share. So we're just kind of going to go with the flow. But you know what? I'm recording this episode and it's the beginning of July in 2014. Now, just because I've mentioned the date, even if it's like 2015 or maybe even a few years later, maybe even a couple of months down the track, doesn't matter. What I'm going to be sharing with you today is going to be relevant no matter what time of year you'll be listening to it. But here in Australia, it's the start of a new financial year. Our financial year runs from July through to June. And that is what we need to submit to our accountants so that they can give our reports off to the the taxation office, the Australian taxation office. And that's kind of what we call our financial year. So it's kind of different from the January to December. But one of the things that I want to do is to just to do a check in and ask the Australian businesses, how are you tracking towards your annual financial year goals? How did you track? What were your measurement outcomes when you tallied up all of your sales for the year? Now, even if you're in the US or in another country that's not in Australia, it's a really good time to check in and see how are you tracking? Because we're now halfway through the year. We're now starting the second half of the year, of course, being July. What are you doing as far as measuring and monitoring, but how are you tracking against the goals that you set for yourself? Now, maybe the thought of looking at your figures 
makes you shudder because it reminds you of how hard you've been working yet despite all of your hard work everything that you've been doing no new clients are coming to the door it seems like a real struggle and so no one's really saying yes to your services today I'm going to introduce a tool that you can use to determine where there are gaps in your business and you've heard me say before when you start to monitor things and I understand where there may be some gaps then you can start to tweak and fix those gaps so so that all of the systems and processes that you have in place in your business can work smarter for you so that you can really start to generate the results that you want. Now before I share more about this tool I did want to say that just by being here and listening to the show is a huge step forward for you. So I really invite you to honor yourself for taking action and being here because I know many of us are ambitious. We're heart-centered, but we're also ambitious. We set some pretty bold goals for ourselves. And sometimes we can beat ourselves up, can't we? And, and really get a bit down on ourselves when despite our hard work, we're just not generating the results that we had hoped for. But just by you being here and listening to this podcast, it tells me that you are serious about growing your coaching practice. And I also want to encourage you to show yourself a bit of compassion and recognition for all of the hard work that you've been doing. So often we don't do this. We rush from one project to another. And then if things aren't working well, we kind of those negative thoughts. That's not helpful. So you want to really create a space where you are recognizing yourself and showing gratitude attitude for all of the things that you are doing and some people may have given up by now however you're here you didn't that tells me that you've got determination determination to build your business and as you know while running your own business and being able to impact the lives of your clients is something that you feel called to do and allows you to live your purpose in the work that you're doing the other side of the coin, running and growing a business has its challenges, doesn't it? However, there's always solutions to the issues that you're dealing with. And over the last number of shows, about seven, or actually all of the shows, but particularly over the last seven shows in the Coaches Connection podcast, I've really tried to hone in on some of the topics that I speak about, the right business foundations that you need to have in place. So if you're just joining me today, I really encourage you after today's shows to go back and listen so that you can really see what you need to have in place because the right marketing tools and the right money mindset are things that you should have in place as well. So today on the show, as I mentioned earlier, Keith's going to talk about how you can measure your influence on Twitter and of course on social media. And I thought this would be a great opportunity to speak about how you can measure your influence and impact that you're making in your business, which of course you can do very simply and effectively with a tool that I created a while ago. And I haven't spoken about this before, it's called my influence and impact scale. So let's dive in to uh, today's topic, words of wisdom. So why is it so important to measure the influence and impact that you are making in your business? Well, despite all of the hard work and the effort that you are doing, sometimes the reasons why you aren't generating the results that you want can be identified when you measure yourself against the influence and impact scale. And it's going to allow you to do a check-in, to do an audit and see where there are gaps in your business, what you need to change, what you need to improve so that you can start to see the results that you want. Now, there are five components in the influence and impact scale, and each 
influences and impacts the other. And I mentioned earlier that I'm going to put a download and it's a diagram of the influence and impact scale. There's a diagram actually on the show notes. And there's also going to be a link where you can download the influence and impact scale, print it out, take notes, write down where you need to start to to do some improvement so that you can take that away and work on that um, once this show has been finished. Now, the show notes are going to be found over at www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP34, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP34. Okay, let's talk about each of the components. The first component is subscribers. The second component is leads. The third component is clients. The fourth component is repeat clients. And the fifth component is profits. So go ahead and write those down if you haven't or pop across to the website. If you you can, for some of you, you might be listening on iTunes and, and traveling. Of course, that's not going to be safe for you to do that. You can need to go wait till you get back into your office. But those five things again, subscribers, leads, clients, repeat clients and profits. Now, each of these five components have a key step assigned to it. And each key step is an action that you should be taking in your business in order to have more influence and impact. So let's have a look at the first component of the influence and impact scale, and that is subscribers. Let's have a look at what key action step that you should be taking to get more subscribers. To get more subscribers, you need to be visible. To get more leads, you need to be credible. To get customers, you need to be irresistible and hireable. To get more repeat customers, you need to be rehireable. And of course, to increase your profits, you need to be profitable. So those are the key steps. Be visible, be credible, be irresistible and hireable, be rehireable and be profitable. Now, as I mentioned, each component influences and impacts the other. For instance, if you aren't getting many clients, Look at the previous component to see how many leads you are getting. If you're not getting very many leads, that means you're not going to be getting very many clients because you aren't generating enough leads. And if you're not generating many leads, it may be because you're not generating many subscribers. So you can see each component supports, influences and impacts the next component. So let's dive in and have a look at the first component, subscribers. And the key step that I mentioned, the key action that you need to do to generate more subscribers is to be visible. Now, many people think that just posting on social media throughout the day and writing a regular article now and then and other content and sharing that is enough. And if you think that, while it is a very important step, yes, it is very important. If that's all you are doing, there is one very key step, very, very important step in your visibility strategy, which is to get people from your community on social media onto your list, onto your database. 
Yes, growing and nurturing your community on social media is important. However, equally important is to encourage those people, your ideal client, who you are connecting with and sharing and communicating with on social media. You want to encourage them to take the next step and become part of your community on your list, your database. And just give you an example, you may have 10,000 people who are following you on your social media accounts, but how do you know if they're your ideal client? In all honesty, you don't, you just, you assume that they may be interested in what you are, you know, sharing and, and ultimately how you can support them, but you really don't know. So here is what you need to do in that be visible. You need to create a resource, something that you know your ideal client will want to scramble to get hold of. And I call that your irresistible signature giveaway. And this is something that you know your ideal client is interested in. They need support in this particular area because they're currently struggling with issues or problems. And one of the ways to overcome that is through your support and to get on your list, to get them from your social media accounts as a subscriber, you offer them this irresistible signature giveaway. And of course, to get this resource that you've created for them, that's going to be absolutely invaluable for them. They need to give you their contact details and you want to get access to at least their name and their email address. Now, once you do, they are then at a subscriber. They have put up their hand. They've gone from being connected with you on social media. They've put up their hand and now they are part of your subscriber base. Another reason why you want to do that is that each time you share something or you put a post up on social media, maybe it's Facebook, maybe it's Twitter, maybe you've been following along with Keith over the last number of weeks and you're starting to become a lot more active on Twitter. Now, you may post something. But that person, your ideal client or dozens of your ideal client doesn't see that post because as you know, there are hundreds of tweets and I, I can't remember the, the exact amount that uh, Keith shared, but it was a lot of tweets every second, every minute. So don't assume that each time you post your ideal client is sitting there reading everything that uh, you are sharing. It's just not going to happen. However, once you get them on your database, on your list, once they're part of that community, you can now continue to build that relationship through ongoing resources you create, for instance, your newsletter, and they can continue to get to know, like, and trust you. And you continue to build your credibility as an authority in your field. So when they are ready to move forward and invest, guess who they will think about? you. And, you know, with your letter and with other resources that you share, your subscriber now, that person who's just put up their hand and have just gotten onto your list, they are now much more likely to be reading that resource or listening to it if, if one of the resources is a podcast or an audio content or maybe even a video content, depending on, on what you're going to create. So let's give you an example. Say, for instance, you are a PR coach and you help people attract the attention of media representatives so they can get exposure on TV, on radio and even on print. Now, you've built a great community on Twitter and even some of your other social media accounts, and you know that they enjoy reading your posts and other things that you share on a daily basis. 
So you want to start to generate some subscribers. And as part of your be visible strategy, and remember that key action is to be visible, you need to create something. So you create something and you start to, to share uh, that on, on, on you know, your social media accounts. And it may be a report. It may be a short checklist of the top 10 tips to writing a powerful press release that gets noticed by high profile TV and radio media. Now, to get the checklist, people need to give you their name and email address. And once they do that, they access that fantastic checklist with the top 10 tips and you now have their contact details. And you know that as your subscriber now, they have got an interest in finding out more about that particular topic. So not only are they getting great information uh, from your checklist, you also now promise to send them regular up-to-date information about how to get media exposure to grow their business through your newsletter and other resources. But your newsletter is one key keep in touch strategy that I recommend for everybody. So as you continue to grow your social media community, you continue to share this free resource. You know, that should be very much part of your strategy. If every single day, you should be at least once a day sharing this free checklist, your irresistible signature offer. Because remember, not everybody is there reading your posts. I mean, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? If everyone you were connected to, all 10,000 people, waited, poised, looking at their screen, waiting for you to share the next resource. That would be fantastic. If you ever get like that, let me shout out and let me know. I want to interview you on the uh, on uh, my Ambitious Entrepreneur Show podcast. I want to find out what you're doing. But you know what? If you regularly share the people who are growing your community or coming into your channels, your social media channels and social media platforms, they then have an opportunity to know that this resource is available because don't just assume everyone knows. And sometimes someone may read that as part of your social media community, but they're not yet at that stage where they're uh, ready for that or they're interested in that. So after they see it a second or a third time, maybe even more, they go, you know what, that's something that I'm really interested in now. I want to go and sign up for that checklist because I want to know the top 10 tips to writing a powerful press release because I want to get noticed by high profile TV and radio media. So don't be afraid to share that. Don't be afraid to be visible in sharing that resource. That is not spamming someone because this is a resource that you've put together. There's thought behind it. You've shared your expertise and it's an incredible value for people. And you know what? If they're not interested, they can unsubscribe or they can just leave that community. That's not your ideal client. You don't want to have people on your list, on your subscriber list, who are never going to buy from you. Actually, I kind of celebrate people who unsubscribe because that means that they're creating space for your ideal client to step into your world. And that's your ideal client who you know is going to know, like and trust you, is going to love your work and who's going to you know, say yes to, to stepping into whatever it is that you offer down the track. Okay, so now you've got those people on your list. They're your subscribers. So now you want to nurture them from a subscriber 
to a lead. So what you do then is you decide to hold a free webinar. You pick a specific topic and you let your newsletter database know so that they get front row seats and you get people from your newsletter. You can even, um, you know, not only just mention it to your subscribers, but also even people on your social media channels, because some of them may instantly want to really know about what topic you're sharing. So they instantly become leads as well. That's someone who you know is interested in the topic that you're going to educate them in through your webinar. Now that person is a lead. They come to your webinar and from your webinar, you launch a program. So your lead now puts up their hand and takes the next step to become a client. See how it works? Now, this is just one very simple strategy. And some of you might be thinking, oh, that's so easy. It is simple. The thing is, sometimes what we do is we lose, we try and make it complicated or we think we're doing it right, but we're not actually doing it right. We don't um, publicize it enough. We don't share enough with our communities on social media or to our subscribers that this is going on because sometimes people need reminders. Remember, we are very, very busy. We've got very busy schedules and sometimes we need those follow-up reminders. And if you're only sending it out once or tweeting once or posting it on Facebook once, people may have missed that. Your ideal client may not have even realized that it was on. So be visible. So I want to ask you some questions, very, very important questions. How many people are you bringing from your social media community onto your database, from your social media community becoming subscribers through you being visible? Do you have a strategy that you do regularly, every day, every week? Are you speaking and offering your irresistible um, signature giveaway to event attendees, people who heard you speak, who are there to hear you speak? Are you offering it to them so that you're continuously growing your list of subscribers? Remember, if you're not adding subscribers to your database on a daily or a weekly basis, it's going to be very difficult for you to nurture those relationships from a subscriber into a lead. And from a lead, nurturing that relationship so people can become clients. You know what? They'll probably never become clients. The cycle to get someone to buy from social media and step into a program can be a lot more difficult, a lot harder. So if you get them onto your subscriber list and they frequently hear from you, they see your work and you're really nurturing you, you've got key keep and touch strategies in place, you're nurturing that relationship and making it easier for them to say yes. Okay, so you can start to track and monitor exactly what you need to work on in order to, to generate, you know, the results that you, that you want. So let me summarize the influence and impact scale and why it's so important to measure these things. Because you start to see the key areas that you need to work on, that you need to strengthen, that you need to do in order to generate better results. So I want you to print out the influence and impact scale and start to write down how many subscribers are you adding to your list. Monitor it maybe for a week and see what happens. And then you can decide, okay, I need to really ramp up my Be Visible 
uh, strategies. You know, once they're on your list, what activities are you doing to nurture the relationship with them? If you're not sending a regular newsletter and then all of a sudden you promote, oh, I've got my program coming up or a free webinar, if they haven't heard from you more recently than that, they're not going to be interested in you. In fact, they're probably going to unsubscribe because they probably can't even remember who you are. If, if That is if you're not regularly keeping in communication with them. And all of a sudden, you know, it's been months and months and months. And in fact, I know for some of you, it's probably been longer than that you know that's not nurturing that relationship so you really need to then look at okay what strategies do I need to have in place that'll enable me to continue to nurture the relationship with my subscribers so I can encourage them to become leads and from there encourage those leads to become clients so you need to think about that. And then, of course, once you've got clients, what strategies have you put into place to nurture them into repeat clients? Are you continuing to expand your service offerings so that you keep them engaged with what you do and the offerings and of equal importance? Are you charging what you are worth? Are you offering not just one-on-one, -on -one, but group programs, higher-end programs? That's all about you know boosting your profitability. And uh, all of these strategies are so important. It's, it's, it's really, really important that you start to track and measure this because that's going to help you in really understanding where you need to start working on in, in order to really turn around and boost your influence and impact in your business. Because each component supports the other component. Uh, so really, really important. So now my coach's request for you is to download the scale and start measuring your results and pinpoint where you need to spend time working on. And so you can start to see some changes and become far more influential and impactful in your business. And of course, that uh, web address that you can download the influence and impact scale is at www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP34. Let me know how you go and what you've identified and which component you need to work on. Whatever you find, don't beat yourself up. Even if you realize, oh my goodness, I'm not doing any of those things. doesn't matter. This is a starting point. Celebrate that you now know where the gaps are. Because so often business owners go round and round in circles, not really knowing what they're doing. They hear something, like, oh, I need to put that in place. Oh, I need to create a squeeze page. Oh, I need to send off an email. I need to do this. And they wonder why it's not working. And that's because they don't have this streamlined system where one feeds into another, one component feeds into another. And now you know, and now you know, once you start monitoring and tracking, you know where you need to concentrate your efforts. And of course, if you're not sure on the changes that you need to make, I'm here and I certainly would love to support you with that as well. So now you've got something to work on. Let's go ahead and dive into the Socially Savvy segment with Keith and listen to what he has to say this week. Keith Keller is now very well known as the global Twitter marketing specialist and he has appeared on numerous radio shows, tele seminars, webinars, Google Hangouts across the US, across Canada, UK and Europe as well as Australasia. And Keith does offer one-on-one -on -one coaching about Twitter marketing to clients around the world using Skype and now has an ever-growing list of social media training products available. And we have them today with us to share some more brilliance with us. So what are you talking about today, Keith? Well, we're going to talk about social media influence, the idea that 
does that friend of yours that you think has 758,000 followers really have them or did they buy them? Mm -hmm. It's a whole discussion I want to talk about. A site called cred, K-R-E-D.com. One of my favorite sites in the Twitterverse. And another idea just for managing this, a concept called lists. You can actually have 1,000 lists with 5,000 people in each. Now that's 5 million people. At the moment, there are 675 million Twitter accounts. Mm -hmm. You know, Lady Gaga only has about 50 million. She's, I think, the number one score at the moment. I think it's 44 million followers, 44 million followers. Mm -hmm. uh, and none of us have that many, but the point is that if, you, if you're using lists to manage your database, if you like, you can start segmenting things into towns, cities, countries, cohorts, groups of people, interests, yeah? Yes. It's very, very cool. Very, quite similar, quite similar to Google Hangouts in the sense that they have circles, mm. yeah? So if you wanted to, um, and we can talk about it a little bit more in depth when you get to that piece, but I would imagine managing lists, if you were targeting and, and really wanted to build engagement and kind of um, leverage a relationship with a kind of a niche market and you wanted to follow people, mm, you would mm. start to add them to the list and, and you know, start retweeting them and, and so forth. So that's a really great way to measure, to, uh, to segment and, and follow people. Manage, yeah. Remember lists. this, 9,000 mm. tweets a second mm. and 675 million Twitter accounts. There's no way in the world that you're going to get this done if you don't use tools. No, absolutely. And that's what this whole series is about, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. So let's let's dive in. What's cred? Tell us a bit so about that. Cred, K-R-E-D.com. It's my favourite of a series of sites that measure your social media influence. Mm -hmm. Now, why that's important, I'll tell you why it's important. If, for instance, you get 50 new followers every day, which will happen, you know, I'm getting 20, 30, 40, 50 new followers each day, depending on what uh, program I'm running or what uh, marketing campaign I'm doing. And you can't possibly chat to them all. You can't, unless you've got nothing else to do unless you just want to spend your whole day on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So cred is a way of saying, okay, I'm only going to spend, you know, 15, 20 minutes, maybe half an hour max. Actually, we're talking about this in the next uh, segment. I'm going to spend 20 minutes a day talking to some people that I, I really dig. So cred allows you to find out of the people that are following you, who of them are fair income. And who of them have bought followers? Remember, there's a big scam at the moment. The current ratio is $29 for 5,000 followers. You can buy 5,000 followers for $29. Yeah. Now, most of us have thought, wow, that's attractive. You know, for less than 100 bucks, I can get 15,000 followers. I can impress my friends at a party. So these sites, Cred, Clout with a K, and another one in the UK called Peer Index, they're all very similar. They measure your actuality, you know, your social media influence. And, and I'll show you why I love this site over the others. Most of them measure your, your score out of 100, out of 1,000, out of 10. You know, it's just a simple number. But what Cred does is it measures the top score out of a thousand. My score is currently 908. I'm very proud of that. It's like 90%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And that's that score is pretty simple to understand. It's simply 90 out of 100. It's 9 out of 10. It's 908 out of 1,000. Yes. That score is pretty universal. But the reason I personally love cred over the others is that it gives you what's called the outreach score or what I personally call the generosity index. Now, my score is 10 out of a possible 12. Mm -hmm. Now, what the, I've never seen a 12. I've only once seen an 11. What the 10 score means is how often do I share? How often do I give back outreach? Yeah? yeah. How often am I talking about myself? And how often am I engaging? Mm -hmm. How often am I, am I chatting and sharing information? Now, if you've been following the series along, you know that I am a fanatic about the idea of sharing information first before you ask for anyone else to retweet you. Yes. So if, you, if you've got someone with a, you know, 550,000 followers and a cred score of 440 over four, say, mm -hmm. just say, you probably know that first of all, they're not gonna share your stuff. And second of all, they've probably bought those followers. Now, this is an advanced concept. You might not have time to be bothered with that. But if it has occurred to you, are they real? Are they authentic? I mean, authenticity is a key part of my brand and it's a key part of being a coach, isn't it? You want to hang out with real people mm -hmm. who speak the speak, yeah? And I think one of the things that you we've mentioned in previous episodes is to not get fixated on quantity of followers because yeah, yeah. you may be followed by 100 people who are your ideal clients ideal. who you are networking with, you're sharing information with, you're chatting with, you're engaging with. Uh, you know, last week we talked about uh, tweet chats. You might be holding those on a regular basis as well. Uh, and you're building community. You're building know, like, and trust. Well, if you compare that to someone who might have uh, a thousand or ten thousand, thirty, fifty, you know, hundred thousand followers, but are not, you know, they're not your ideal clients. It yeah. doesn't matter. They're, they're just not going to interact. It's just a number there that's just sitting doing nothing. It's actually it's such an important concept. I, I want to reiterate this on every single event that I ever talk at, that the idea that please, please, please don't get fixated on the numbers. I know it's challenging when, you, you know, your colleagues and people that you admire have got so many more than you. But just remember, there's a couple of things going on there. One is they may have bought them. Second of all, they may have been doing this a lot longer than you. And three, are the numbers really relevant? If you've got a thousand engaged followers that come to your gigs and retweet your podcasts and listen to your TV interviews and read your book, that's a hell of a lot better than a hundred thousand people in India or Singapore or Indonesia. Mm -hmm. If if indeed that you don't live in those cities and or towns or countries and those that area is not where you're targeting, it's not where I'm targeting. I live in Melbourne, Australia, and fifty five percent of my followers are in America. Six yeah. percent in Canada, seven percent in the UK, thirteen percent in Australia. That's my tribe. Mm -hmm. So there's no use to me buying followers in the Philippines, India, Singapore, uh, Indonesia, even though it looks good. On my resume, mm -hmm. you know, my Twitter resume, it looks good to say I've got 132,000 followers. Aren't I clever? Mm. And You're I think, the only one that's benefiting. No one else is benefiting from that. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what we've said over the last number of shows where if you create really good, helpful information that your ideal client 
is interested in and you're sharing, you know, relevant information as well and you're inspirational, all those different things. When you continue to do that on a consistent basis, if you show up authentic and genuine, then people will naturally want to follow you and people who you know are like-minded or very much going to be your ideal client or even a joint venture opportunity or someone who can become a referral partner. And that is much more valuable than having, uh, as you said, a lot of followers who are just there because you've either paid or they're just not ever going to take notice because they're not your ideal. And Cred is a very, very good example of how you would use something if you were thinking of checking out a um, JV partner. It's a variation on the Google factor, isn't it? I mean, we all Google people when we hear of them or what are they doing? It's the first thing we all do now, Google people. Well, I would imagine if you were seriously considering doing a JV with someone, Cred is a way of checking out their online social influence score yeah so that's cred cred is k-r-e-d.com so let's just talk about lists what's these lists that you're talking about okay so remember 900 what is it 675 million twitter accounts nine thousand tweets a second scary stuff Mm -hmm. how are you going to manage now there's an amazing idea within twitter called lists you can have one thousand lists and 5,000 people in each list. Now, most of us are never going to max those out, but it's nice to know that you've got virtually unlimited uh, resources there. And I'll give you a very clear example of how I use lists, and this may give you an example of how you can do it. 55% of my followers are in the US, 6% in Canada. So in North America, I have over 60% of my followers. So what I've done is I've made a list of every major city in America and in Canada because one day I'll go there to speak. One day I'll do a US tour. And so I've got a LA, San Francisco, Seattle, Austin, Houston, Dallas, Philadelphia, New York, Boston list. Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, Montreal. So every time someone follows me that is from one of those cities, it only takes about a second. You just simply right-click, and we can put the uh, graphic in the show notes if you like. You simply right-click on the Add to List, add it to your list, and then suddenly that person who's followed you or might be an interesting contact for follow-up goes into a list. So months down the track, when I do a Montreal gig, always wanted to go to Montreal. Now I did this Montreal gig and I turn up in Montreal and I've got, you know, 785 people on my Montreal list. I can just say hello. Hey, I'm here mm-hmm. and I'm speaking tonight. And if you want to come, you know, why don't you all join me for a, a coffee at the, you know, Hotel Frontenac. There's a Hotel Frontenac in Quebec. I don't know if there's one in Montreal, but there's one in Quebec City. And, uh, you know, why don't we just all meet at this really cool place and I'm here today and, and let's hang out. So it's a way of managing this experiment we call Twitter because mm-hmm. it's it's hard work doing this online stuff. It's it's time consuming, isn't it? It can. And I think with those lists, it's a great way to then segment specific people, whether it be like you've just given an example of the various towns. It could be because they specialize in a certain area and you want yeah. to really build a community of those people. And it's easy to follow and keep track of what they're doing, sharing their information, as you've said many times, 
retweet something, share something that they've done, make a comment. You know, if they've provided an inspirational quote or something, comment back and say to them, hey, I love that. Thanks for sharing. So it's a great way then to um, open up those lines of, of, of communication yeah. by doing that. Fantastic. Brilliant. Two great resources, two great uh, strategies, again, for building community, building alliances, and of course, checking out uh, um, and your own as well as other people's social media influence too. What will you be sharing with us next time? Well, this might actually be the essence of the whole program. I think I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, in next episode, I'm going to give you a one-hour cheat sheet. I'm going to teach you how to use Twitter in 20-minute chunks, three 20-minute chunks per day, or if, if that's really a mind spin, 20 minutes every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, have Sunday off. So you can get maximum traction using Twitter in 20 minutes a day. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Cannot wait for that. And uh, thanks once again for, for coming on the show, Keith, and, and sharing your wisdom with us about Oh, Twitter. you're very welcome. There you go. Another great tips and strategies on how you can measure your influence on Twitter as well. You've got uh, some homework to do, which is really quite exciting because these are all ways that you really can start to monitor, to measure and to improve what you're doing. Or maybe you can give yourself a pat on the back and, and say, you know what, all of these things I am doing, that I've got these in place and now you can just accelerate, uh, be even more on purpose in what you're doing to take your results uh, to the next level. So uh, thank you so much, Keith, for sharing that. Now, do you have a question? Maybe you um, have been listening to each of the shows and you've got a couple of things that you'd really just love to, to check in about. Well, go ahead and contact me by going to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP connect. And that will take you to a page which shows you different ways that you can connect with us. But one cool way that, um, that I've just set up, and you can go ahead and do this, is to send me a voice message. And you'll see an orange button in the middle of that page which says start recording. So hopefully you've got a microphone attached to your computer system. But uh, start recording and send me that message. It has to be a short, concise message. So I want to know who you are, where you're from, and what your message is. And what I'll do is that I'll schedule that to answer the question in an upcoming show. So go ahead to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP connect. Go ahead and click the start recording and leave me a concise uh, 60 second actually I think it's 60 or 90 second message um, who you are your name your business name and of course your question and I look forward to answering that in an upcoming show okay before we finish off for the day I promise to share an influential mes message with you as I do on every show and I like this one I'm not sure who wrote this but I think it's really fitting for the topic we spoke about today especially with you know all the measurement and, and monitoring and so forth and there goes my phone let me turn that off on silent my husband I'll get back to him later anyway here's the inspirational message the only person that you should try to be better than 
is the person that you were yesterday. So if you've been measuring and tracking some of the influence and impact things that you're doing well, maybe not so well at this stage, don't worry about it. Don't beat yourself up, as I said earlier. Just look at doing one thing differently, implementing one step so that you can, goodness, he really wants to get in contact with me, doesn't he? Anyway, um, that's it for another show. I really thank you for spending the time with me. I know that you've got some really great insights and you're going to start to really turn around the influence and impact that you're making in your business so that you can stand out, you can attract your ideal client and of course get paid what you're worth and make an impact in their lives as well which is all very very important. Until next time have a fantastic week. Bye for now. This is Anne Marie.